Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter, and today we're talking to Lily Mars. Lily is a talented young singer who is just getting started in her musical career. Armed with her acoustic guitar and ukulele, Lily delivers a breezy, heartfelt, coffee shop sound with thoughtful and observant lyrics. She's sharing an original song today called I Haunt My Own Attic on the Weekends. So let's take a listen right now.
right there was uh, Lily, everybody. So, Lily, uh, you are the youngest person we've had on the show yet. Why don't you tell our audience how old you are and how long you've been playing music? I am 14, going on 15, and I have only been seriously playing guitar for a little less than a year. Well, I mean, it, it you can't, you couldn't, I couldn't tell, you know, it's like you've been doing this forever. You've got great lyrics, a great rhythm, uh, so you can keep your tempo and sing along. And for a lot of folks, just singing and playing is hard enough to do, but you really deliver something with some extra sauce on it. You know, that's wonderful. What inspired you to learn to play? Did you hear like an amazing song one day and you just had to learn? Like, tell us, tell us how you got into it. I have always wanted to be a musician. Like ever since I was like really, really little, I was just like, I want to be a musician. It was just like my calling. And it started out with just singing. And I had like, you know, one of those kids guitars that I got for Christmas once and I wasn't very serious about it. But I think it was that I just started listening to more and more, you know, good music. And I was just like, that's amazing. I want to be able to play like that. And so I picked up the guitar and I am, I took some lessons, but I am mostly self-taught and I just went for it. And I feel like it kind of just brings a lot to the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, what were you listening to and, and who are you still listening to? Uh, tell us more about who you're listening to. I, I kind of get a Florence and the Machine kind of vibe from your sound. I do like Florence and the Machine. Yeah. She's awesome. One of the um, first songs, like, I listened to um, Sultans of Swing by Tire Straits, and I was like, I want to be able to play that guitar. And so I'm aiming high, you know, I really like Fleetwood Mac. I can play a couple Fleetwood Mac songs. Um, That's awesome. I do a little bit of everything. I like old country. I like 70s, 80s, 90s. Like, I just listen to a bit of everything, really. Yeah. Did you get that from your parents? I was definitely raised on older music. I had an iPod and I, it had like a bunch of Beatles and Cyndi Lauper and Queen on it. And I would just jam out all the time. <laughs> I used to do safety dance on karaoke. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. You know, and unfortunately not a lot of folks at your, in your age group know those classics. And so I'm sure you're constantly blowing your friends' mind with some old goodies, you know? Yeah. Awesome. I was going to ask how you came across bands like Queen, Pearl Jam, and Nirvana. So I guess we need to give a little bit of kudos to your folks for making sure you got to hear the good stuff. Yeah. Absolutely. Friends that kind of just went, you need to listen to this. You know, it's just, it was a mix of things. And some of it was just YouTube recommendations. Can't go wrong with, with the YouTube recommendations, especially when they throw you some curveballs. That's where I learned to do a lot of things is YouTube, but I want to know where, where did you learn how to sing? I mean, you, you know, you got the chops. Thank you. I've just always loved singing. It's been my thing. Before I understood that there was pretty much like a time and place for things, I would be at school and like preschool and I would just be like, I would just randomly start singing. That was a thing that I used to do, and it really did annoy people sometimes, but I just didn't <laughs> care. I would just be like, I feel like singing, so I'm going to sing, and that was my thing. Which is so great, you know, to have a passion and a talent for something and just to constantly repeat it and, and focus on honing in the craft, you know, make, making it better, always reaching for new sounds and different ways to do things. So that's that's pretty great that you do that, you know. 
practice makes perfect is what you know you hear so it's good that you uh, have the repetition and and you're building on on that speaking of building things you probably working on you know trying to play it like live venues and stuff like that where have you played live and are, are there any places you would like to play obviously the rooster but well duh <laughs> I've got I'm setting up a couple um gigs right now. I'm gonna play at Nelly's um over the summer. Uh I just played at String Bean today. It was my first real gig. Nice. Congratulations. Yep, congrats. Thank you. But typically I'm pretty used to playing in parks and coffee shops and some places in Charlotte like Rhino and Common Market. So you know I kinda just play around, but I'd really like to play like um, some places that I like one day places where I've seen other bands play and like big time stuff like NC Music Factory I think is what it's called and like yep. time I went and saw like a Joan Jett concert at this music pavilion yeah the outside one yeah yep. I want to play there one day <laughs> so you know I'm aiming pretty high but it's my passion so I think it's pretty good to have your dreams way up there yeah, of course. Well, keep doing what you're doing and you will get there. Yeah, exactly. You know, just keep building on it and, and doing what you're doing, recording more stuff. I, I would certainly like to hear more. I have a question, Lily. When you go to these gigs, are your parents coming along with you? Like, I don't want to harp on the fact that you're 14, but it is pretty important being that you've got this much talent at 14. I'm just curious, what do you do for security? Well, um, I definitely never go places by myself. I don't walk by myself if I'm walking or biking. Like if I'm biking, then it's like, if I'm walking, I definitely have somebody with me or I'll have a group of friends or my parents will be around. Maybe not like right there, but they will be around. I keep my phone on. Um, they typically drive me there and are pretty close by. Um, but I also don't really play in very secluded areas. Like there's always a bunch of people around. Um, I am a pretty cautious person. So, like, I've there have been some creeps before. Crazy world out there, you know, and that's unfortunate. But it's good that you do those things to keep yourself safe, you know. Is it safe to assume that your parents are very supportive of you know, your musical career? They are. They're my biggest fans. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got two more fans right here at, <laughs> at the Rooster Radio, so, you know. For sure. And, and since we are, well, since Michael is so old... Uh, Tell them how the kids in the in the digital generation look at music and the live music experience. It sounds like to you, you know, show going and, you know, checking out live stuff is important. But do you think that folks that are in your age generation, do you think that they think it's important to see live music? I don't think they value it, like, at all, really. I haven't met, a, like, I mean, I've, I've known some people that have gone to concerts, but it's like, Every time I've been to a concert and I've been to some really like cool ones, like I went to that Roger Waters concert and that was like a really big moment for me. Nice. Wow. Like concerts are just like, it amazes me to go see these people going out and sharing art on such a large scale and the energy that you feel in the crowd and the energy you feel on the stage is just amazing. And so I love being at concerts and um, hopefully playing them one day. And so I really think I'm really, it makes me kind of sad that a lot of people are just like, why should I go see it live or try to, if I can just, you know, Spotify and, yeah, stream. And I'm just like, I mean, streaming's great. You know, everyone loves listening to stuff on the bus or on the way to school or like 
during class so you don't have to listen to the teacher talk. <laughs> I just think it's a really important experience for like I and I love it so much that I kind of want everybody to at least have it once where they're like, wow, that, that maybe not be my scene, but that was pretty cool. Right. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's kind of a breath of fresh air to hear that, you know, you're taking the road less traveled than folks that are in your in your age group and saying, you know what, live music is important. And, you know, stop being so digital and and online, you know, get out and put your phone down and go enjoy the experience. You know, even during the concert, I'm hardly recording stuff on my phone. I'm just living that experience. I don't so. really record stuff either. I'll take a couple of pictures. I tend to take pictures, but like I, I, I have a Polaroid, so. Yeah, that's nice. Very, very hipster of you to have a Polaroid. I have a typewriter as well. <laughs> very, very hipster. <laughs> Well, I mean, how long have you been writing your own music and, and stuff like that, you know, with lyrics? How long have you been kind of jotting down lyrics, putting lyrics together? Did that start before you're playing? Yeah, I've been writing stuff as long as I can remember, like whether it be stories or songs or poetry, like ever since I could write at all, I was writing, even when it was in gibberish and scribbles. I was writing stuff down <laughs> and I was making stuff up and like, I just... I thought I was like, I am a pop star and no one can, no one can <laughs> understand this amazing level that I am on here with this song that I just wrote. And it would be something like, like I had this one I remember, it was called Love Tornado. I don't know <laughs> what I was doing, but it was about a love tornado, a tornado of love. And so that was one that I wrote that I still remember. But you know, there's some ones that my parents have recordings of, like I wrote songs about transformers and superheroes. And <laughs> hot dogs and a lot of stuff. I just, I was writing all the time and that really also just helped. Like I was, I've always loved writing songs and it's just progressed a lot. Like I've gotten pretty good at it. I, th I kind of, are you going to revisit Love Tornado and maybe finish it? Because I want to hear that song. I, I might. I might. <laughs> I got to say, I just love the drive out of such a young person. It's very rare you see someone uh, your age that with that kind of drive and you know while we're on the topic of the songs that you write i have taken a couple deep dives into your youtube page which you should tell people where to find you on youtube at some point but um before you do that you've got some pretty heavy content on some of them songs um it's interesting that you're speaking and you're writing art about subjects that are so heavy um is that therapeutic or cathartic for you like when you write this music is is it are you writing stories or are you getting something out of you i it's both um i will say a lot of it is getting stuff out of me because i'd rather it be out there than in here i really feel like that's something that needs to be some things just need to be shared and talked about and that there shouldn't be such a thing around it where it's like you keep that to yourself and like I'm not I never get specific on anything but like experiences I've had experiences I've seen other people have has just impacted me a lot and so I, I tend to write about it well that is the definition of art yeah yeah that's true and and that's why I listen to to artists that I listen to I feel like in your musical genre have you ever heard of uh Justin Vernon no I have not 
check him out because he's like the one guy acoustic guitar you know kind of chill vibes check him out justin vernon and and i'm curious off of that question you know who you're listening to right now and like maybe who your favorite artist is or maybe someone that you think everybody should check out well i think that i i love so many music artists that that's really a hard thing for me to do because like i just i listen to so much um I, right now, I really like this band called The Scary Jokes. The Scary Jokes. Write that one down. They got this really good album called April Fools. I've been listening to that a lot lately. You know, uh, I like this song called No Children by the Mountain Goats. They're a pretty cool band. I really like Coma Cinema. That is one of my favorite bands. Uh, Coma Cinema? Yeah. Sneaky Peaches in the Fuzz. That's a cool one. Okay. Um, you know, just anything that makes you feel something. Yeah. It sounds like those are in the indie genre. Yes. I love the indie genre. And that Bon Iver, or Bon Iver, I don't know how you say it. It's Bon Iver. Is it Bon Iver? Yes. Well, Bon Iver. That's why you didn't know what it was. You're like, I don't know what Bon Iver is. This guy is speaking French right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to be offered a baguette or something, you know? <laughs> Oh, wee wee. So, uh, so you've seen a couple of bands live. We were discussing that a little earlier. When, when live music starts up again, do you have anybody in particular that you want to see? Maybe one of those artists you were just telling us about. Oh well, I mean, I just love all sorts of concerts. Um, I know that uh, I don't know if things are going to real um, rescheduled, but I know I knew about some concerts that were coming to Charlotte, like uh, Def Leppard and. Ozzy Osbourne and Slipknot oh. and a couple other ones that I was kind of just like I jumped on a little bit. <laughs> right. Um, that I just feel like would be fun. There's a My Chemical Romance concert in Atlanta, but tickets are already sold out. So that one's not really in the cards for me, but I will definitely watch a recording of it because I definitely had an emo phase. Oh, yeah. I think everybody did. I'm still bummed about Incubus and 311 getting canceled. Oh, yeah. That does suck. Man. Yeah, I, mean... I love their song Megalomaniac. That's a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. Awesome. Well, hopefully, you know, some shows will start picking back up, you know, and you can uh, you can go enjoy live music again. Um, one of the things that, that's coming out of this is, you know, since all of the big shows have been canceled, you're seeing a lot of local venues and local breweries and, and restaurants and bars that are able to open up or bringing in local artists. So while we're over here just fiending for the big stage live music, it's given everyone an opportunity to go check out their local artist, which is right up our alley. This is what we're here for. That's very true. So, you know, go check out Lily Mars if you're listening next time uh, she's playing live. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and my question for that is what can people expect from a Lily Mars performance? I am very engaging. I like to think I will sometimes randomly stop and be like, give me a word and I'll make a song out of it. Um, and people will give me random words. Like I've gotten the word succulent. I've gotten the word, <laughs> I got a word share once. People just give me words and I make songs out of them. It's just, I feel like it's a fun way to like, I don't always do that. I tend to do that if there's a, if I'm in a coffee shop and there's only a couple people there and they're pretty interested then sometimes i'll be like i'll make a song out of a word you give me or like if i'm with friends or something i think it's just a fun way to like get your audience involved a little bit but most of the time i kind of just let them talk because i'll be at a restaurant or something 
and it's more, it is typically more background music and I don't want to like um, override everything. I want people to hear me, but I don't want to be like, you must applaud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Well, once the rooster uh, is actually open for business, you will be the center, you know, and all eyes will be on you. It won't just be background. So um, don't scare her. Well, you know, no, I'm ready. I used to do karaoke. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, rule that you couldn't go in karaoke bars if you're under 18. I would go up there and I would do total eclipses of the heart like nobody's business. She's ready. She's like, hey, look, let's get on the stage. I, I just want to interject here and say this is exactly why we want to be an all ages venue. A lot of venues put that 21 and over stipulation on things for insurance purposes, but then someone like Lily here doesn't get this opportunity. Right. So, and that's the reason why we want to keep most of our content family friendly is we want people to feel comfortable no matter what age, no matter what walk of life you're from. And um, I'm a, I know I'm shamelessly promoting right now, but this is a perfect time to do it because here we are. We have Lily who would not get that opportunity at a lot of places to go see a peer play. Right. You know, so that's that's one of the reasons we want to stay family focused and, and, and keep all eight shows going so that Lily can go play and then all of her friends can come support her. Exactly. What's your take on that, Lily? Um, yeah, I try not to curse when I sing. <laughs> like, I've got one song that has a curse word in it. One. And it's a really, really mild one. And it's mainly because it rhymed. And... <laughs> It, it, it also just accentuates, uh, you know, I think that it, it, it's all right when it's used to express something and not just to put it in there. But I definitely, despite the fact that some of my songs can discuss topics that are a little bit more sensitive to certain people, I definitely like keeping things PG. Yeah. Where it's like everyone can feel, no one's going to feel awkward listening to my songs. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Unless they're just like really weird or something. <laughs> What's the word? Damn. <laughs> oh, that's not even a cuss word. It's not even a cuss word. Yeah. Well, you're not allowed to say it at school. Yeah. Well, it's. The... <laughs> so I just count it as a, you know, but I guess it's the same kind of thing where it's like you weren't allowed to say stupid in elementary school, but now it's not considered a curse word. Yeah. Well, it's like what what what's the thing that's that stops rivers and stuff? It's a dam, you know. Can you not? Can you not? Yeah, the Hoover Dam. <laughs> well, so it sounds like you're starting to play shows. You're going to get the opportunity to play some more shows, and you're and you're doing what you love. But um, define success for Lily Mars. Making an impact. Um, yeah. I want people to see or hear and be like I'm not alone or I can do what I want to do because I just saw this person do what they wanted to do despite this this and this and like or just like hear it and be like I relate to that that's cool that someone was able to express that emotion or experience like that in a way that's not hard to talk about or something like I or like maybe just to put like a positive like I don't personally love the way that this world works right now. And yes. I know that it's like not something that one person can just go out and be like, I'm going to fix it, but you can definitely try. And so that's what I'm going to do. That's awesome. You know, cause that I, spirit. Yeah. And I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't really enjoy the way of the world right now. So, you know, we have our podcast, which has been great 
to continually do and to, and to have that another shameless plug for us but you know Putting positive vibes out there yeah a lot of positivity out of this episode and yeah. i'm honored to be on it well absolutely absolutely um you certainly are a breath of fresh air yeah for sure you know because it's not i mean it's not like a big group you know you you you're armed with your guitar and yourself and your lyrics and you're you're just pouring that out you know for some artists i i play music as well so to so to write and have all these personal lyrics and stuff like that to share it sometimes is not even easy you know so i i i applaud you for for having that and openly sharing it like yeah i'm i'm ready you know (laughs) put me on the stage you know get me up there that's uh that's awesome yeah thank you what's um what's next for you do you have any any albums that you're working on recording or tenth grade? Working, I'm getting something professionally recorded. Like I said, my parents are extremely supportive, so they're, um, you know, that is in the works. Um, nothing's been recorded yet, but we are working on stuff. And I will say, I have an album name picked out. Yeah. Um, thorns. You... Thorns. Yeah, I I describe it. I chose that because painful little things. And what that means is a lot of the songs on it are going to be things that are painful in a sense that they hurt, but like little in the sense that a lot of people have experienced it. And it's like kind of just a given that when you're alive, you're going to experience sadness, regret, loss, and just stuff like that. Even when you're like my age, you're going to have gone through some stuff that's like, wow, kind of wish that hadn't happened. And so that's why I chose that album name. That's terrific. Love it. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that album. Uh, do you have sort of an ETA or time frame where you want to release it? I want to get it out as soon as I can just because of how excited <laughs> I am. But I cannot give really a specific, it's going to be out by here because I just don't have that yet. But well, as soon as I do, I will be talking about it. <laughs> well, once you do have it out, we'll bring you back on the show and you can promote it here by all means. Yeah, absolutely. Hey. Yes. Happy to. <laughs> well, uh, in the meantime, while folks wait on that album drop, where can they get more Lily Mars and where can they hear some more of this awesome, awesome music that you provide? Are you on Maybe Spotify? Shops and kind of just hope them around. I don't really, I'm not allowed to have social media, so I don't have social media that's okay because it's a thing and so i just one day <laughs> right. you know um you well, can just, this would be I, a good I time shops i play at common market and rhino sometimes you know right i exist yeah well this would get, be a good time to tell people where to find you on youtube yeah yes lily mars he sees that like the movie character yes so make sure all you listeners out there, look it up on YouTube. Lily Mars, awesome music. You just heard one of the songs here. You have uh, you have more songs on YouTube, yes. In total, how many songs would you say that you have out on on the YouTube's? It's really an old channel. I will say, like I haven't put very much new stuff on there for like at least two months. Ton on there. There's like so much. There's covers. There's a 14 minute video of me being a weird person. You know, like I just the whole thing is just a bunch of experimentation and songs that aren't really in my roster now that have been before. It's like kind of a time warp thing for me. And sometimes I go back and listen to it and I'm like, huh. 
Well, can I can I make a request? Yes. Um, do one of those Fleetwood Mac songs and then upload it. All right, landslide or secondhand news. Oh, oh, secondhand news is a good one. Yeah, secondhand news because everybody does landslide. Plus, I'm the best part of that song is the part where he goes bam, 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 bam. That's the best part. That's so fun to do. Yeah, right. So I played it today, and I was just like loving the bam, 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 bam. Well, uh, so yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, check out Lily Mars. You've heard the episode, you've heard the music, you've talked with with us and Lily. Uh, I am Cody, your host, here with me always. Michael Carpenter. This has been another great edition of Rooster Radio. (laughs) Thank you, Lily. Of course. I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me.